ever thrown you a curveball that you weren't sure what to do with? You know, the kind where you think someone should really do something about this. Have you ever thought maybe that someone is me and then found yourself on a grand adventure you never saw coming? Me too. As a special needs mom, I have been saddened by what's available to my son. But instead of wallowing in it, I decided to do something about it. Along the way, I'm meeting extraordinary people and having the most wonderful experiences I never thought I'd have. I'm so inspired by what's happening around me that I want to share it all with you. Living Your Legacy is a community where ordinary people who've been called to create something bigger than themselves can come together to be inspired, connect, learn, and live into the legacies they want to see in the world. I'm your host, Michelle Slaney Travato, and this is the Living Your Legacy podcast. everybody, Michelle Saini Travato here, and I wanted to take a moment to welcome you back to another episode of the Living Your Legacy show. I am always so excited to have you here, and I'm truly honored that you choose to keep tuning in and hearing what's going on and checking out our, our amazing guests and speakers and that it's inspiring you, I hope, to continue living your legacy, to create the life that you want to see for you and the people important to you. And today's episode is, again, in the series for creating and living into your legacy. This is some another next step in the process of creating your legacy. Now, this episode here um, is one of my solo series about this. And if you're just tuning in, if you just found our, our show, thank you for finding our show and tuning in. Um, or if you've missed it for a little bit and you're just coming back to it. Um, again, this is the third in the series. So I suggest you go back and check out episode 57, which is creating your legacy vision and episode 66, forging relationships, a five-step guide, because these are the steps you're going to need before you get to this one. So check those out, head on back over to this one, and we will keep right on keeping on. So this episode is specifically designed to remind you that while you need to have a clear legacy vision of where you want to go with this dream that you've got, it's really important to stay open to ideas and suggestions that you're going to receive along the way. And I've got some thoughts on this because I can already hear some of the questions people have got like, what about this? And what about that? Because I have certainly had those questions too. So here I'll, I'll run you through a few different pieces of information that I think will be helpful. First of all, anytime you start in on something that is big, whether that's launching a business, creating your legacy, switching careers, having children, not having children, getting married, not getting married, any of those things, you are immediately going to start getting advice from people. It's just one of the things in the world that happens. People love to give advice. And so it's really important to have some filters to listen to that advice through. Some of the advice you're going to get is going to be absolutely fantastic. It's going to inform your decisions and your actions, and you will be so grateful that you got that advice. You will be so excited that somebody shared that with you because it's really going to shift things for you. 
or help you out in some extraordinary way. Some of the advice you're going to get is from well-meaning people, but may not be all that useful to you. And some is going to be from trolls whose only goal is to stop you in your tracks. So how do you know the difference between all of these pieces of advice? Because it's really important to arm yourself with this information. It's kind of like um, going to the doctor to find preventative ways to handle things. When you know how you can prevent bad things from happening, then you stand a better chance of having less bad things happen. So how do you know the difference? Well, in, I'm going to start by referring back to one of my very early episodes. So in episode 27, I called it Living My Own Legacy. I shared with you guys an image that um, has really stuck with me that I use a lot when I am figuring out who to listen to. And it's this idea of the Knights of the Round Table. When King Arthur was creating his kingdom, most kings felt at that time, and certainly there are some dictators in the world today who still feel that way, that their voice, their opinion is the only one that should be heard. But when you are a leader, it's really hard to be all things to all people. So it's important to have advisors, people whose words are wise, that you can listen to, that you can take into account so that you can make the best, most well-informed decisions you can. And so when King Arthur was creating it, historically, kings sat at long rectangular tables. They sat at the head and everybody sat along the side so that they could really listen to all the things the king was saying. King Arthur decided to do something different, at least according to legend. He created a table that was round. There was no head of the table, meaning no one person's opinion was more important than anyone else's. And he invited his advisors to his round table. These were the knights whose talents and gifts and skills he needed to be able to rule his country effectively and make the best decisions. And when each of them was invited to the table, they came and laid their sword on the table with all their tips pointing into the center. And the center was the goal. In his case, his kingdom. In our case, the legacy that he wanted to see created. So all thoughts and actions were pushed in towards that one goal in the center of the table so that together they could make the best decisions. Now, in your in episode 57, I talked about how do you create your own legacy? How do you create that vision? How do you define what it is you want to see happen? So go through the steps for doing that. And then in episode 66, I talked about forging relationships. It's so important. Who are the people you're inviting to your roundtable? Who will sit with you and advise you so that you can make the best decisions? So starting from that perspective of the people that you want or are at your roundtable, if the advice that you're getting is coming from them, then it's totally worth considering and listening to. It is totally worth factoring it in. Should I adjust this piece of what I'm working on based on this really valuable information I got from that person? Or maybe I was thinking I would go in that direction, but what this person is telling me is that based on you know what they know and their expertise, that avenue may not work. I may need to shift gears a little bit. 
So again, um, if they are there, they are experts in the areas that you've identified that you need support. So allow them to support you by sharing their advice. Allow them to be a part of what you're doing by bringing their skills, abilities, and their their, um, uh, natural talents, their expertise to the table for that discussion. So be open to that advice, even if it's a bit contradictory to what you were thinking, because it's important. If it's tax advice, you should listen to that because that has some really significant impacts long term. If it is funding advice, again, it can have really significant impacts. So you really do want to listen to that because their advice is truly valuable to you. And it can help shift and refine your legacy vision into what it's supposed to become. Remember, you had an idea at the beginning, that's the driving force, but now they're going to help you refine this into what it actually should be. And that's so important because maybe their advice is going to help you narrow your focus. Maybe your focus is too broad or it's going to help you access funding, or it's going to lead you to other truly invaluable resource people that you didn't even know you needed yet. So it's really important to at least consider it. Now, you may decide you don't want to listen to that advice, and that's totally fine. But for this group of people, I really suggest approach it with an open mind. Ask a lot of questions. Um, Share what you were thinking and have them explain to you clearly why what they're suggesting isn't jiving with what you were thinking or maybe why they're suggesting that. Where do they think this will take you? Because again, they are your people. You've chosen them. You want to work with them. They're sitting at your round table, right? They may help you to get on a totally right track, or maybe it's a different track, or it's a parallel path, or, you know, they're just, they're there to support you. But either way, whatever the outcome, their advice is truly worth considering. So don't dismiss it out of hand. Be sure to really think about where this could lead you. And so, of course, like everything, I have a story about this too. So again, going back to episode 27, I talked about uh, my son who has, you know, pretty significant disabilities. And one of the challenges that we faced in an area that we have decided to focus our legacy building into is housing. As an adult with disabilities in Canada, there's very few housing options available to him. And in fact, the wait is pretty long, up to 10 years before he'll get on a spot in potential housing. And the options that are available really made me feel kind of sad. They're not a real good fit for him. So we have decided that we want to buy him a house. Now, that was not our original vision. Originally, we were looking at buying a small apartment building. That's the original idea we had. And we were going to provide housing for a whole bunch of people with disabilities. And as we, that was our original vision. That's the, that's the first part we created. And then we started looking to create our round table of people. And of course, in the real estate investing world, we got, we started talking to people and we started talking to people in the disability community. And the more information we got, the more we thought, Hmm, this doesn't feel like it's the right fit for us. Um, Some of the pieces of advice we got were um, 
that it's you can't possibly just limit a building to people with disabilities, which is what we had originally envisioned, because then that crosses the line a little into potential discrimination stuff, even though that was never the intention. Um, there was some thoughts on that being uh not inclusive because we are excluding able-bodied neurotypical people and that this actually is a detriment to our own disability community because they should have role models and people. It should be more inclusive, everybody kind of living together in the same area. And the more we thought about that, the more we thought, you know, that's a really valuable point. We do want our son included in larger society. We do want him to be a part of what's going on around us in our own actual physical community. And by removing him from that into a, a singular apartment building with only people with disabilities, um, we take, we're actually taking something away from him. This is now how we see it instead of giving him more. So we started to refine that idea. Again, this is the people at our round table who brought up questions, who brought up, hey, Michelle, have you thought about? Or, gee, this seems a little like this. Is that what you were intending? And those questions often stopped us in our tracks um, and made us kind of go away and think about them like, oh, that's not what we wanted to do. And so it has really helped us to refine it down to now we want to buy him a house for him and a couple of his friends because it's much more doable. It is much more where he wants to be. So we are taking into account his wishes. This is a very normal thing for young adults to want to live with their friends and spread their wings and kind of fly a little bit. We thought, well, that's very in line with the quote unquote normal community. So maybe that's where we want to go. We want to help support what he wants to see happen in his own life, in his own legacy. So by listening to the advice of the people at our round table, some of them are still there. Some of them are not because they will come and go as your needs ebb and flow. Um, we really were able to refine that down. And I'm so grateful that we did, that we asked all the questions, that we sought out and listened to that advice because it is going to save us literally millions of dollars but also time and energy wasted in a whole lot of areas and the potential for some negative outcomes that we didn't see when we started thinking about this. So again, I would really urge you, if people are giving you advice from your round table or the periphery of your round table, they're, st they're still experts and they're there, then I really encourage you to take it into account. There's a lot of value there for sure. you for being a part of the living your legacy podcast community in 2022 we can honestly say 2023 is going to be an exciting year we've got some new things going on that we'd like to share with you the living your legacy podcast is now offering advertising spots we found many entrepreneurs spent lots of money on advertising last year only to find that they weren't falling in front of their ideal audience we'd love to help you get your message out let's discuss this Click the link in the show notes to book a time to chat and see if this could be a good fit for you. So let's move on to the next category of people. Well, there are those who are the well-meaning people. They can and they will often offer their advice. 
much more than you'd like, for sure. These are often friends and family or people close to you. Um, They can, however, be random strangers. It could be your neighbor or someone you run into at a grocery store or at a networking meeting, right? They they mean well. Their their hearts are in the right place, Um, but it might not be the advice that you need. So again, these people could be worried that you're you're not going to achieve your goal. And so they want to advise you on that. They may caution you about starting something so big and how it's not a wise decision to do that. They may question your ability to succeed, particularly if they're your family and they have seen you try and not succeed at some things. They may take that track record in your past and apply it to your future. Whether that's accurate or not is going to really be up to you, but that may be where they're coming from. What we do know for sure is they will offer you advice, and even and especially if you don't ask for it. So what do you do here? Um, these people may also try to steer you in a completely different direction, or they may try to take over your vision. That has certainly happened. People have talked about that in their families, that someone says, oh, I'll help you with this. And then next thing you know, you're like, oh, do I even factor into this anymore? Because you kind of taking it your whole different direction that you wanted to go. So what do you do in those situations? Well, first of all, don't assume the worst. Love these people for caring about you. They care and they may be concerned and worried. So love them for that, for sure. Like absolutely love that. But consider this as you're moving forward. If they're not at your round table, if you have not invited them to be at your round table, How valuable is this advice to you? Like, really think about that. That's a question you need to ask. Is this a piece of advice I should give a lot of weight and importance to or not? Does this advice encourage you to listen or sorry, to move forward? Then listen to it. Does this person have expertise in the area they're advising you on? Then listen. For sure. See what they have to say. Does the advice point out an area in this plan or a quality in you that if addressed will get you closer to success? Then I suggest you listen and take it into account. Maybe even take action on it. Those are some things that can really continue to help you move forward. And remember not to take the words at face value. Sometimes you need to take a step back and say, What does this person actually mean? What is it that they're trying to convey to me? Maybe their word choice isn't the greatest word choice, but they're trying to convey something. And what is it? Is it that they're concerned that I'm setting myself up for something too big for me? Is it that they're concerned I don't have the financial means to make it happen right now? Is it that they don't know the full plan? Like, Ask yourself those questions because these are people who do, for the most part, care about you. Again, the closer they are to you, the more they care. Um, And so is it worth listening to? Now, if it's the advice of kind of a random stranger in the grocery store lineup, maybe it's not all that worth listening to. But I can tell you that I have received some gems from perfect strangers at chance meetings that have totally changed the trajectory of things for me. And some of it, I'm like, thank you very much. And you drop it in the garbage disposal on your way out. (laughs) So it comes in all shapes and forms. So you need to make the choice for yourself, right? But don't just react, make an educated choice. 
think about it and then decide, is this something I want to act on? Is this something I want to take account into account? Is it valuable to me? Or is it something that's best just kind of left there on its own? Thank you very much. Bless and release. Um, right? So you want to think about that. However, um, if your great aunt or your next door neighbor or some random stranger on social media shares something with you in an area they are not an expert in, and you will get a lot of advice from people like that, then you decide if you should listen, right? Um, there is no such thing. And I want to remind everybody of this. There is no such thing as an armchair legacy maker. You're either making the legacy happen or you're sitting in the armchair talking about it. But you can't do both. If their advice does not fit you, or it seems designed somehow to stop you, then perhaps it's not the right advice for you. So again, take it into account. Where, where is this coming from? Does this person mean well? They're trying to be supportive, but the words come out wrong. That certainly happens. Is it somebody who, based on your previous track record in life, is now applying that forward and you would like to try to do something different and be a bigger, better person? Then maybe it's not the right advice to listen to. Or, um, you know, as my grandfather used to like to tell me all the time and other people, you know, he would say things that I was like, wow, you have never experienced the things that I'm experiencing or been in the career that I'm in. Your advice is not pertinent to me. So that's important to make that distinction because then you can just let it go. Let it go. You know, like water on a duck's back. You're just going to kind of let it roll right over and off you because it's not worth getting into a whole big thing about it, especially when you're going to get a lot of advice. You want to pick and choose how you're going to engage and responding because you thought about these things ahead of time is always so much better than reacting in the moment because the advice will come at you out of left field for sure. So give that some thought. And then finally, those trolls. Well, they are out there in the world in force. Um, we have absolutely all had interactions with them, and it is generally not pleasant, to say the least. Sometimes it can be downright horrifying. But you want to keep in mind that trolls are out there, right? These are the people who will only find fault with what you're doing and repeatedly and loudly tell you that you'll never succeed. Now, they don't tell you why. They just tell you you won't or that your idea is stupid or any other words you want to put in there. Um, their advice, and this is where I want to caution you because it stings. Their advice is the breeding ground for doubt and fear, and they know it. Part of the goal of a troll that rhymes. Part of the goal of a troll is to actually get you to stop what you're doing so that they can be right, that you will never succeed. And it's really important to kind of prevent yourself from allowing that to happen. These people have the uncanny ability to put their finger right on the very thing and the very part of you where your doubts lie. It's amazing. It's like they crack open your skull and look inside your head and they see the doubt. They're like there and they just zero right in on it. And they usually speak those words of fear into you. 
So it could be something that you're concerned about. Like, I'm not sure I can. And then next thing a troll is in there telling you you can't. And you're like, wow, it can really grow and breed that doubt to the point where you can stop living your legacy. And I want to really encourage you to grow a thick skin about this, that you need to step back a little bit again and think, why would someone say something so awful like that to me? What's happening in their life that they feel like it's okay to say that to me? Why, why is this? Why do they need to do this? So you notice now that I'm making this about them. It's not about me, although it sure feels like it's about you when they say it, right? You really want to take a step back because these people, they can be anyone. They can be a roundtable prospect. Maybe it's someone you were really hoping to have at your roundtable and they flat out tell you it's never going to work. And you're like, wow, that is so defeating, especially since I wanted to work with you. Maybe they're not the right prospect for your roundtable. Maybe they're a hero. There's a great saying out there that you should never meet your heroes because they never live up to the image you have of them. So maybe it is someone you've truly looked up to and they say something completely devastating to you. That's possible. Um, it could be a family member. Um, often it is people closest to us who mean well and they say these things and it's kind of hurtful, like it really does hurt. Or it could be a total stranger who says it to you. Again, this advice comes right out of the blue. It's almost always when you least expect it. And it's almost always also on a day where you're feeling really vulnerable and shaky anyway. Like it's almost always, it's the weirdest thing how that happens. You're feeling really vulnerable and you're feeling like not so sure about something or scared about something or not sure you can do something. And that's the day, the time when all that stuff shows up. And it's like, the world throws it in front of you to see what you're going to do with it. And of course it hurts. It's like an arrow to your heart. Your legacy is near and dear to you. It's something you believe in so much that you really, you know, you're investing your time, your energy, yourself, your heart and soul into this. And then to have someone say something nasty like that really does hurt a whole lot. And it will happen. So we've got to be prepared because it will happen. Anytime you try to do something big, trolls are going to show up. The bigger the thing you're trying to do, the bigger the trolls that show up to tell you you can't do it. Um, they are there to beat the dream and the drive right out of you. So you decide, you decide, is their advice worth any of your time and attention, any of the heartbreak and heartache that it causes? If the answer is no, don't listen. Tune them out, turn it off, shut it down. Not for you. So what do you do in this situation now? You've got all these uh, pieces of advice coming at you from a variety of places. What do you do? Well, here's what I suggest. Decide on which voices and advice to listen to and either tune out or ignore the rest. There are always going to be people telling you what is impossible. They will always tell you that. Use that to fuel you and drive you forward. Turn the word impossible into I'm possible because there's such power in that and keep forging forward. Your legacy and the people it will serve need you to keep going. They do. 
So choose how you will fill your cup carefully. And advice either fills our cup or depletes it. So choose, choose really carefully, right? Um, Advice really is kind of like medicine. If it's right for you, follow the directions and it will get you where you want to go. If it's not right for you, stop using it and discard. Just like medicine, the choice and the power is all yours. So use it. I certainly hope that some of some of this advice that we're sharing in this series in some small way that I have a seat at your table, at your round table, that my words somehow encourage you to keep moving forward. That fills my cup every single day. As always, I believe in you and I think you are completely awesome. Start living your legacy today. Have a good one. Does the thought of follow-up give you a foul taste? Do you find yourself wondering how you can ever stand out from the crowd but need it to be easy and convenient? With a system like Send Out Cards, you can stay in touch and top of mind with only a few keystrokes. People's inboxes might be full, but their mailboxes are empty. Reach people literally where they live, work, or play, and watch the warm fuzzies go to work for you. See the show notes for a link where you can send your first card on me. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share it with a friend. Together, we can inspire more people to start living their legacy too. And let's keep the conversation going. We would love to hear all about your journey in living your legacy and support you along the way. Join our Facebook community, Living Your Legacy Podcast, where we connect, collaborate, and celebrate each other. Can't wait to see you there.